Welcome. It's time to remap your mind. If you are ready for some mind remapping, deep food for thought, metaphysical, spiritual vitamins for your soul, you are most definitely in the right place. This podcast is all about empowering our community to go deeper, touching topics that most people may not think to think about with everyday real heroes who are trying to make a difference in our world. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Claiborne, Master NLP and Hypnosis Practitioner and Trainer, Author, Speaker and Coach, and Founder of the Mind Remapping Nation. I am here to motivate, empower, and inspire you to be powerfully in the driver's seat of your mind and think outside the box so you can have the deepest experience of joy, success, freedom, and peace of mind in all areas of your life. Now let's get to the good stuff. But before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can stay in the know every time we release another Mind Remapping Meal for you. Okay, y'all, let's get meta. We are live. Oh, (laughs) at last, at last, at last. Um, I am Dr. Maisha Claiborne and... Dawn, would you like to introduce yourself? <laughs> yes, I am Dawn Clisby with Earn Staffing Solutions. Yes, and um, by now you might you might have noticed for those of you who have, who have actually registered for the live that we are slightly behind schedule. We have little technical difficulties. However, part of what I do in neurolinguistic programming is is uh, about behavioral flexibility. And so we were um, troubleshooting and behave, being behaviorally flexible so that we could get this live out today because we've been planning this for a while. So I'm super excited to uh, to be in the room with Dawn Clisby of Earn, and we are talking about um, the role that emotional intelligence plays and and communication intelligence plays in in diversity, equity, inclusion. But I really want to start by, Dawn, you just kind of introducing yourself and and earn and so we can talk a little bit about the relationship that that we've developed. And I'll share about how I came to to know about earn because it is quite a journey. Yes, absolutely. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you for inviting me as your guest. And I have learned so much from you on our DEI journey. And so I'll just tell you a little bit about EARN and what we do and how we're trying to impact the community with justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. So EARN Staffing Solutions is an African-American, that African-American HR solutions, staffing, and diversity, equity, and inclusive firm that is new to Pittsburgh. And um, we bring over 75 years of experience uh, with human resources, uh, diversity, and C-level clients and candidates. And we are ready to serve and have been serving the Pittsburgh community uh, by providing the highest quality of service and being a bridge between diverse candidates and corporate America. So we offer, there's four major parts of EARN. And uh, first is our staffing services. Um, We do corporate, temporary, 
attempt to hire and direct hire. And the second part of that is our diversity solutions, which we offer uh, tangible diversity solutions to clients through delivery of quality, diverse candidates for every position. And a part of our continued education is where Dr. Claiborne comes in and where we have created a relationship with her as she is our trainer and consultant. But our DEI program around continued education is an outsourcement for sensitivity training. Um, and it's an accredited anti-racism curriculum and continued education around equity. And Dr. Claiborne and I have developed four tiers um, that we believe that will help organizations in corporate America that are really committed to diversity, equity, and inclusion. And what I do for EARN is I create and build the relationships with different organizations. And um, with Dr. Claiborne, she assesses questioning the organizations and helping them, enabling them to figure out which tier is best for them. And um, that is how EARN has formed. And and that is how we started our relationship with Dr. Clairvoy. And that is why we are here today to make everybody aware of the, the DEI initiatives that we are doing and putting in place with Dr. Clairvoy. Well, I, you know, I love um, our relationship and how we've come to develop our relationship and, 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 you know, just to, to backtrack a little bit on how I came to first learn about and get to um, work with Earn is actually, um, I have, a, I have a, a close colleague of mine and, and you, and you probably have met her, Dr. Joe Wiener. And she is the person who first introduced me to Earn um, via uh, Jessica Brooks and, and Martin Shepard and and, um, and and George. And, and so uh, when we first started working together, uh, we we worked with through conscious anti racism, and we were doing some trainings then. So so Jill, Dr. Dr. Weiner and I, Dr. Jill Weiner and I, we still do that aspect. That's the anti racism part that we work with Earn. And then I, you know, of course, with my particular expertise in neurolinguistic programming, um, had another conversation with um, Jessica to say, you know, like, this is how this, is how this particular um, expertise of, of NLP fits in, bringing that, that, that EQ and that communication intelligence. And that's, I think, how we ended up meeting you, myself, and Sonia. Um, Lagarde. So I am very grateful to be in partnership with Earn. And, you know, it's interesting because uh, we were just having, you and I were just having a conversation with uh, an organization just yesterday about the, some of the gaps, the gaps in um, in DI, specifically in training, bringing from tr going from training to integration and daily application. And one of the things that we're seeing, as you know, is that uh, organizations are having these wonderful consultants come in and, and create these strategies and these frameworks and, um, and even rolling out policies. But one of the issues is that 
from a culture standpoint, um, there's not total alignment. And you have, uh, there's the, the people who, from the top who are, you know, bought in, who are, are approving these, these, these policies and this rollout of the strategy, but then there's not always, not, there's a gap between knowing what to do from a policy standpoint and integrating it into day-to-day -day life on a personal level with one's colleagues or with one's, you know, um, employees or managers, how to talk to people. And that's, uh, that's sort of where the, the work that I do comes in. From both the training standpoint and the coaching standpoint, I think depending on where an organization is in their, in their, um, their Jedi journey, it could be that it's training is, is you is useful first and then the coaching, or it could be that they've already done a lot of the training as with the organization that we were chatting with yesterday, they've done a ton of training yes. and they didn't need any more training. They needed the, the, the group coaching the, the, and the one-on-one -on -one facilitation to help them to be able to troubleshoot the areas where their learning is not translating over into day-to-day -day action, right? Yes. So that's a lot of, and even I think that the work that um, Dr. Jill and I do together, I think that's, it's an extension beyond, um, and I don't know what comes first, the chicken or the egg. I think it depends on the organization, right? It's right. an extension also of the embodied approach uh, to anti-racism, which is, you know, becoming aware of, of the thinking and then you feel the discomfort but being able to lean in the discomfort to have the necessary and difficult conversations that need to be had, uh, because the only way, you know, people are going to learn is if they're communicating, if they're, if they're conversing. There's only so much, uh, there's only so much training you can do before you have to get out there and do practical application. And the thing is, you'll mess up. People will mess up. People will make mistakes. Like that's part of learning. Living is learning. And learning is making mistakes. And the wonderful thing about messing up is that you can clean it up. That's right. And but you can't ever learn if you're not willing to stick your neck out there and and mess it up sometimes, you know. And who knows, you can stick it out, stick your neck out there and get it right. Right. Yes. And I think there's such a huge fear of messing up that people are unwilling to feel the discomfort of sticking their neck out at all. Yes, I agree. I think the communication part is key in what you're speaking of, because that's how we're going to be able to collaborate with each other. And, and, you know, people bring different skill sets and talents, as well as culture and background, but we need to bring it all together for the common goal of each organization. Mm -hmm. And I just think, what you're doing and some of the programs around that and particularly the coaching is going to help bridge that gap and help our diverse leaders be able to collaborate, communicate, and just come to together for the common goal with the other leaders in the organizations. So I really, um, you know, it's an eye opener too. And it's also been a learning journey for me. Uh, but it, it's it's amazing. And I just think that the initiatives that we're putting in place and 
are really, you know, the outcomes is what we're really looking for to make that result, uh, to see the results. So I'm excited. I'm very, Me very too. excited. Well, you know, one of the things I think that has come out of our um, relationship that I think is very cool is, is, is really uh, what you, so what you're doing is bringing in, you, you're focusing on the, the, the diverse hiring piece, right? Like yes. there's, there's these, these areas of, of, of DEI and um, justice. And, and one of them is, is equity and, and hiring practices. And so that's like one of your areas of expertise. And so in meeting you and, and, and getting to um, learn more about like that your role, one of the things that came out of that was the coaching of, of new um, diverse talent to be able to integrate into a non-diverse atmosphere while they're implementing their strategies. Because once again, you could, if, if, a, if an organization is on their DEI journey, that there's still going to be some clumps. There's still going to be some learning happening. And so just because um, there is a, a, a diverse talent that's hired into the organization doesn't mean, especially if it's at a higher level, like at a C, you know, C level or a man, director or manager level, doesn't mean that their experience is going to reflect the immediate values of the of the DEI values that have been put in place. So there's the creating of the values and then there's the on the court, what's happening, you know, every day. And so, you know, as we had been talking, one of the things that came up was, well, how about something to help integrate in this new diverse talent? And that's one of the, the offerings that we, we came up with together uh, because, you know, what better way to help to onboard um, into that kind of circumstance than to, to be able to learn the tools of um, the, the, the tools of, of expanded communication and learning how to uh, speak up for oneself when they need when they need something to be able to make powerful requests to be able to um, bridge the communication gap. And also same with leadership on the other hand, on the other half as well. like how do you, how do you communicate with your new um, diverse hires in a way that's equitable, that in a way that makes um, that is empathetic and um, and fair, really? Absolutely, because you know, being that they're going into an organization that is just now committing to that, you know, they need the support um, because they are taking leadership roles, whether it's a C-level role, whether it's a director role, whether it's a VP role, um, or even a mid-senior level role. It's important that, you know, each organization may have their own onboarding program, you know, through HR. But I think what's really essential here and key is being able to support that diverse leader through the transitions mm -hmm. so that, their best foot is put forward, whether it's through communication, uh, because you don't know, you know, they're thinking on the other end, well, how am I going to be received? So how can I improve my communication um, so that it's broad and it's received and that it's understood? And I think that goes along too with the collaboration, which is why, you know, as, as we were going through the journey and just looking at some of the things that have been happening into, into some of the organizations that we've been speaking with. 
I think it was very key to have that onboarding piece for support. Um, and, and I say that also from my own experience, you know, being an African-American woman in Pittsburgh and being in corporate America, thinking about past experiences where an organization, um, you know, could have rolled out some DE&I training, it, it opened up the opportunities for me to be able to even see some of the opportunities that, you know, that w- within some of these organizations that mm-hmm. we're speaking to. Yeah. So I, I just think that that's really just really key and essential because, you know, I can put all the efforts in with um, hiring and recruiting and attracting and navigating and elevating the diverse talent. But the organizations need to be committed in retaining mm-hmm. them as well. And I just think a big part of retaining them is not only DEI uh, initiatives for that employee, but f- as well as for the organization, for, for that organization to receive them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's how, you know, we did come up with that important piece for, for onboarding. So I do think it's, it's essential because we want to be able to equip them with the tools that they need in order to succeed in that organization absolutely. and to lead successfully, you know, based upon, you know, we're saying, okay, these are the skill sets they have. So we know they can do it, but we, but as an organization, you need to be committed and helping them do that. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's enough to come into a new leadership position and to have to onboard to all of the, the, the organizations, you know, get, get, um, accustomed to and and learning all of the systems and the dynamics of the organization without having to deal with the additional strain or the, the additional um, having to think about how am I going to be received or having to shoulder an additional emotional burden or having to deal with any potential um, microaggressions or um, ra- racial bias or wh- whatever that may be, gender or, you know, ability, anything, any type of, all of those types of biases. There's so, so many of them. But I think that um, having that support and even just having someone to come back to and say, okay, this is what's going on, like really troubleshooting and having an ear, it actually decreases the risk for that new leader burning out and and leaving, um, you know, you talk about uh, and a lot of I hear a lot of organizations talk about re- retention, right? Retention, so it it de- decreases that risk of of the new talent burning out under while the organization is trying to get it together from a Jedi standpoint. Yes. So I do think that organizations that are that commit to that type of support are really are, you know, putting their money where their mouth is. Um, because they are again, they're showing that commitment to that retention. But also, you know, in my industry and in, in, in medicine, we talk about um coaching to build resilience. I believe that not only will it help build resilience, but I think that coaching should be on the other side too. All the burden cannot be on the diverse talent coming in, right? There, there needs to be the support, but all the burden cannot be laid on that, that person to fit in. The organization also needs to be to be have things in place to make that transition um, smooth, to, to help them to be successful, whether there's mentorship, whether they're, they're, 
there is a particular way that they onboard, making sure they have the have the onboarding be long enough. I'm right, just we're gonna give you a week of or two weeks or even three weeks when it takes longer to to build those dynamics. Uh, having the leader be intro introduced to the various departments and and uplifted um, to be respected by these various people. So the the organization needs to have their back, literally, have yes. their back in order to ensure that successful onboarding and not just sort of throw them in the deep end and say, okay, well, here's here's some information about the systems. You know, you should read all of this or watch all these videos or learn all this. And we'll we'll take you, you know, we'll have a couple of meetings and there you go. I think that's why the coaching though provides that ongoing support because maybe the onboarding process is quick, uh, but then there needs to be some type of support so that uh, the, the talent, the, the diverse leader or the talent comes, can come back and say, Hey, this is what's going on. What's the best way do you think that I should approach this? You know, and also to get help them get rid of that, what, what some people like to call imposter syndrome, what I just call self-doubt, right? Because we, there's no, there's no imposter. No. If you work, if you've worked hard enough to be able to be in a, in a leadership position, there's no imposter, right? It's, Absolutely. it's all it is is self-doubt. So to be able to really help to move past that self-doubt and be confident in, um, in their position, especially when you're in an organization where some people will um, potentially do and say things that have you not feel as confident about yourself. And we, and we hear about that and we see it all the time. Absolutely. And I mean, just, you know, something that I think is really important, it, it goes back to the purpose of earn what you just, you know, what you just stated and, and, and being committed to that and, and the initiatives around it, because earn stands for executive action response network. And what Jessica Brooks Woods and Martin Shepard and George Robinson were trying to create is it was a response to what was happening in our nation, mm -hmm. you know, um, not just with culture, you know, it went from transgender laws passing last January yeah. to the police brutality from really all, if you all really go all the way back. I mean, to Rodney King, the late 80s, yes. and bring it forward to George Floyd. Mm -hmm. And then along with the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Mm -hmm. So it was necessary for, for these three individuals, African-Americans, to get together to form EARN for that purpose to really call out organizations. Let's see who really is committed to DE&I because you're, you're putting out all of these broadcast messages by stating you're in support. Well, we want to implement and take some initiatives and actions and let's look into how we can be supportive to you while you're committed to making that change mm -hmm. and, and, and that change movement within organizations. So I just think, you know, with the, the other aspect of it too is that the mentoring like you had mentioned, you know, when they onboard uh, and then even going out and finding, um, creating a diverse talent pool for EARN, I think creating mentorships and identifying students uh, as early as sixth grade and 11 years and on and up because we want to show them, 
you know, there may not be anyone in their household, but we want to be able to give them a mentor, just like we want to give that talent in the organization a mentor mm -hmm. so that they have something to look forward to, something to work, work towards, um, you know, mentoring them with someone that uh, where they think they're going to have the same career path mm -hmm. or or something, you know, in common with them to, to help mentor them and and get them into the right places. But I do think it all surrounds that commitment, yeah. uh, which you had mentioned. Um, and that's what I think is key in, in making sure we're implementing and that that we're really doing these things and just not, you know, going through the motions, but really, really trying to have good results. Yeah. And I think that the team that Arnest put together um, is is a phenomenal team. And and uh, we're doing some good work together. Right? Yes. Between I'm, you I'm grateful. And, 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 I'm and so you. grateful for all of you. I really, yes. truly am. Between, 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 like you and me and Sonia and Yes, Dr. Jill and, and yes. Jessica and Martin and and George. Oh, like we're we're all we're putting the work in, and I think that we are getting some really great results. As a matter of fact, um, you know, when when Dr. Um, Jill and I did our our uh, conscious anti-racism training last year, I think it was last year, last year with um, um, Pittsburgh uh, Business Health Group (PBGH). Uh, did I say that right? <laughs> I think in Pittsburgh Business on Health organization. Yes, there were they they came. There were a, quite a few outcomes that came out of that. One of which was the Equity Pledge, and uh, and they formed a, a like a new you know nonprofit foundation. And and there's there's you know just some really great things that are coming out of the work. And that's just you know those are just two of the things that were mentioned. Um, and so I. I just am grateful for the opportunity to be partnered with you all. Um, I'm looking forward to, you know, the ways that we're going to get to work together, especially to support the the, the hiring um, aspect of the the, the Jedi um, strategies for organizations, and um, and then supporting. You know, I'm looking forward to how Dr. Dr. Jill and I will support the anti-racism initiatives inside of organizations. I think there's just, it's a very um, holistic approach to, and as a family doctor, as a as an integrative medicine specialist, um, having practice, I'm all about the, the holistic approach uh, because, and there's, because there's many ways to get to the mountain top, right? Yes. <laughs> and we need a variety of approaches um, to be able to really create change in this industry. Um, I know that, you know, there are some purists that say it's this way or that way. Uh, but in the work that I do with, with neuro-linguistic programming, as I said, when we first came on, it's about behavioral flexibility and we're geared for adaption. We're geared for adaption. And, and if, if we can't adapt to new strategies, if we can't um, open our arms to all of the various ways that that the the experts can contribute, um, whether it's consulting in, in frameworks, or whether it's um, you know the hiring strategy, whether it's the coaching strategy, whether it's the anti-racism, the staffing, all of those various things, we can't then we won't get the job done. 
And I think that's why I really enjoy working with Earn because we are taking all of those approaches within one organization. We have so many different levels of expertise and we're, we're taking all of these different approaches to be able to make change in various organizations and we're getting it done. So that's the exciting part. That's yes. the exciting part. Yeah, I mean, it just yeah. on our journey alone, I think, you know, we we've picked up about 13 to 14 different clients being profit and nonprofit. And, you know, we're just ready to serve the rest of the Pittsburgh community to see what along with you and, and Sonia to, and Dr. Wiener to, see, to, to help, you know, build up and make a big impact around the diversity, equity, inclusion piece. So I'm I'm excited and, and I'm so happy to be on this journey with everyone. Yes. Yeah, me too. And and as I always say, as I'm always tugging on on Jessica and Martin and George, is like we're we 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 gonna expand beyond Pittsburgh to to uh, all of the rest of <laughs> like we need to expand down here to Atlanta, expand to Philly, where you know expand out because um, this is important work that we're doing, and we have an amazing team, and so. Um, that and I, I didn't want to forget to add on to the amazing team. We have our amazing couple, Tony and Manita Canella, uh, um, yeah, yeah. with them standing behind us, um, you know, and with us. Um, it, it's 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 been a wonderful journey. Um, Tony as our VP of strategy and Manita as our recruiting manager, mm -hmm. um, you know, having their support and and mentorship is has been also a big help. Uh, to earn and with them being a part of the team as well. So I just yeah. want to make sure I'm including everybody in there and I'm not forgetting oh, anybody I, yes, who has yes, contributed yes. and helped, help, you know, just make this whole journey uh, positive and, and, uh, and moving along. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, it's that same, you know, I, I'm, I put the, I put the bug in there all the time. It's like, we need to be expanding out because this, this, this team um, should definitely not be, uh, limited to to one area, we 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 should be able to be spread and shared amongst others. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, well, I appreciate you spending the time, um, you know, just sharing this conversation with me, and and you know, for us to just talk a little bit about what what Earn is doing, and um, I'm grateful for the relationship. I know I can speak for. Uh, for Dr. For Dr. Jill, that she's grateful as well. We are we're grateful to be in partnership with Earn, and um, we just I look forward to the ongoing journey with you. We've yes. got some work to do, sister. We do, we do. Yeah. We got lots. Of, we got lots of work to do. But we're. I mean, we. I think we have a basis, and I think that we we have our system going. And I think with that, we're we'll definitely get to get to making progress and results. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, y'all. Well, um, we did, we got it in. We got our live in as we promised. Yay. I'll be a little bit late. And um, <laughs> if you want to reach out and uh, to earn, Dawn, would you let people know how they can? Yes. So um, we have a website. It's www.earnstaffing.com. Um, we're, please reach out through there. Um, it'll have my email on there, which is dclisby at earnstaffing.com and also a way to reach me. So please check out our website at www.earnstaffing.com. 
and y'all already know how to reach me. Just just send me a message. <laughs> just send me a message right here on LinkedIn. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> That's right. You reach right right out to me on LinkedIn. And you know, if you if you want to um, learn more about the types of programs that I offer, you can go to mindremappingacademy.com. The link is right actually in my bio, but I'll put it in the comments. I'll put uh, earnstaffing.com in the comments once we've completed. Make sure that you have um, earns uh, information and then um, I'll put my information in as well so that if you do want to follow up, you can do that. But both of us are right here on LinkedIn as well and you can reach out directly. All right, Dawn, thank you so much for spending time with me today. Thank you. I appreciate you. All right. Till next time. All right. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode. We hope you enjoyed this one as much as we did. Remember to go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we release a new episode. Also, this is truly a movement for us, and I'm committed that this message reaches the masses. However, I am clear that it is you, our listeners, who help us to grow. So if you like this podcast, I would love and appreciate if you'd let us know. Leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and then share it with just three of your friends. We want to expand our reach and bring transformation to all of our brothers and sisters out there who are still seeking more freedom, purpose, and peace of mind in their lives. And finally, if you want to learn more about how to join our community, it's simple. Go to www.mindremappingnation.com. And if you're interested in learning more about NLP and hypnosis and how you can learn and train with us, consider looking at our upcoming classes. You can read more about that at remapmymind.com or schedule directly if you want more deep work at remapmymind.today. As always, we love and appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Namaste.